Welcome to Co-Produced, the podcast about the many hands that make cool things and how they come together. This podcast is sponsored by Hightail, the creative collaboration and file sharing platform that keeps your ideas moving. When Reynolds Brands wanted to catch the attention of millennial home chefs, they turned to Connie Nast's Food Innovation Group to create a thumb-stopping video series. The result was Cooking Magic, a series of stop-motion videos that turned traditional cooking how-tos on their heads and scored a finalist nod from the 2017 Digiday Awards. In a web that's awash with tasty-style food videos, the kind that show hands and pans making quick work of complicated recipes, it takes something special to stand out. It was one big magic melting pot of, of fun ideas. And we thought, okay, summertime, hot tub. You could do strobe lights. And, and what if the dragon came in and breathed fire all over the creme brulee? And then we... No idea is an island. Collaboration can bring even the most daring creative idea to an unexpected outcome. In this episode of Co-Produced, we talk to everyone involved in that process, from the brand side marketer who greenlit the idea, to the on-the-ground creatives who brought it to life, all to understand how a raw chicken becomes a beer can NASCAR driver, and how an idea became an award-winning video campaign. My name is Eric Gillen. I'm the Digital General Manager of Epicurious. When you look at Facebook and you look at Facebook video, I don't think it is very much of a surprise. Tasty was sort of dominant. And they were, everyone was doing the same thing, right? You had a lot of top-down, and it started to really like become this wave where all you need was a camera pointed at a table and you could make a food video. And I started to think about what were some things that Epicurious could own? What, what's a way that we can differentiate ourselves? And I went back to the early days of cable television. So we started to think about MTV and the early days of MTV and, and how they differentiated themselves from a lot of talking heads and they used mixed media. So at the time we had a couple of animated cartoons. No one was doing that. Um, we started to look at stop motion and one of my favorite videos when I was a kid was Peter Gabriel's sledgehammer. So, you know, the dancing chickens and the dancing turkeys and all of that. So we just wanted a way to become thumb stopping and a way to really stand out in a feed. And we, we played with a lot of different types of media to get there, to move beyond just hands and pants. I'm Matt Ducker, executive producer at the Food Innovation Group. Eric Gillen had this great idea uh, to do a stop motion video series that not just showed how to create a recipe, but really like wanted to focus in on these magic moments in cooking. There's always something cool that happens like in the best recipes. So um, we did something with uh, crispy potatoes here. So cutting up the potatoes isn't magical, like putting it in the water isn't magical. But then when you boil the potatoes, when you par cook them, and then you put them onto a sheet tray and you put them in the oven and then they come out crispy and dark and like crunchy on the outside, that moment in the oven is the magic, right? Like there's nothing cool about anything else that happens, um, but there's, there's that kind of magical moment where, where everything just kind of comes together. The Condi team already had cooking magic on their minds when Reynolds put out their RFP, giving them the perfect chance to cross the series off their wish list and bring it to life. So it was a broad concept, um, and that was on our editorial calendar. Uh, sales got an RFP and we have a big partnership with Reynolds anyways, the official foil sponsor of the Epicurious Test Kitchen. So, you know, when they came in with some thoughts of what they wanted, we already had this idea and we sort of started to kind of reconcile those two sides. Uh, we do that quite a lot when we co-create with a client. I'm Lisa Burns, Vice President of Marketing for the Reynolds brands at Reynolds Consumer Products. When it was presented to me, I was excited about the stop-motion approach being very disruptive and very engaging, um, almost a, a cartoony kind of approach 
um, that is is a, is fun stopping and and interesting and different than what is out there, particularly for rental rep. It was dead on strategically because it spoke to rigorous use and the creative cooking. We're going to use foil in these videos and their product fit in really nicely. And it's actually easier to show Reynolds foil coming out of a box than like, what are we going to do? Like, you know, repo man it and just have it say like aluminum foil. Like we had, like it was much better this way. So we were tasked with uh, kind of bringing that idea to life. Um, and mo most importantly, finding a vendor who could really execute on, on it uh, in, in a great way. So we had a partner, uh, Andrew Jive, whose work we admired. Um, he'd done lots of branded content work and editorial work uh, for years that we'd been watching on Instagram. He was a big Vine, uh, Viner, RIP Vine. Um, and uh, we wanted to bring him in. And, and frankly, um, he was someone who we didn't have the budget to work with for pure editorial. So I saw this as an opportunity to to um, make cool shit and uh, execute this for us, essentially. My name is Andrew Jive. I'm a stop motion animator, and I do a lot of branded content uh, for social media. So for me, I, a lot of my stop motion animations is sort of kind of going outside of the studio, or at least feeling like you're taking the subject on a journey. Um, I grew up uh, a military brat, so I traveled around a lot. And so for me, it's always about sort of just rediscovering new things or just seeing things a little differently. And I feel our like stop motion it allows you to just look at something familiar that you've seen before, but just in a little bit of a different way. When Andrew first came to us with the first script for this, I think he he did what he he's presented something that he thought is what we what we wanted, which was like sort of a straightforward stop motion service cooking video. So how to make a recipe. That's something that we had done. That's something Reynolds had done in the past. But in this case, it's it's not what we wanted to use. So really, it was it was working with Andrew was getting him to be like his freakiest weirdest self and like wanting him to know that that's what that's what we wanted um so working together was really easy this wasn't like send andrew back to the drawing board with like you know we come back to us with like 100 ideas it was sitting in a room it was going through the editorial process it was taking a a, a storyboard and figuring out where we could inject humor and weirdness and subversiveness and fun um and it was working hand in hand with him it was really like oh but what if like the visual gag here is with the stiff peaks we have like a little mountain climber who gets to the top of stiff peak like a literal stiff peak you know that's funny like let's let's play on like food nerdery it's funny to the five people sitting in this room but it's it's funny you know uh what if there's an edm dance break with the uh the potatoes when they get into a pot and you shake them up um that would be weird and andrew's like oh yeah we could like get strobe lights we're like you could do strobe lights and the cool that's great so and once I sort of saw that I had a lot more freedom than I thought I did originally, we, you know, we just went nuts and we just really took it on an adventure. So for beer can chicken, we wanted to kind of give it its own world. So of course we start in a kitchen and you're preparing um, how to make the recipe. But then we started thinking, when do you do, when do you use beer can chicken? What's a great time? Barbecue, summer, you know, and then all of a sudden I started thinking NASCAR, you know, like if these chickens were kind of going on a little race, watching like beers fill up and be the obstacles, watching these chickens kind of race through and then stumble as they land onto a grill. And then once they're on the grill, uh-oh, that's, you know, when they sort of fry up and get cooked up to like deliciousness. Condi was really great, the team over there, because they were like, let's really just push what the viewer is comfortable with and, and what we can do with this. And so we tried to find a way. How do we 
how do we get these chickens covered in, in the, the 4321 rub, um, but not use hands, you know? And so we sort of thought, okay, maybe while we're doing this sort of NASCAR racing, the chicken could kind of pull into like the little pit stop, and then it gets a little weird. You know, we see one chicken rubbing down another chicken, covering them up with the, the rub, and then it goes off on its journey. So yeah, there were eight episodes overall. They were shot over the course of three weeks, not straight over three weeks. Um, but I think each video took about a day to a day and a half, depending on the scope of the video. So some videos are more complicated than others in this series in terms of sets and um, actions. Um, but yeah, they're, they're painful processes, I, I would say. Again, like if Andrew was here, he would say, no, I love it. It's great. I love nothing more than like manipulating raw chicken. Um, but uh, it's, not, it's, it's not how I spend all, all my time. It was very gross to like work with raw chickens for like four days of animation. Uh, I'd have gloves, my my hands just got all dried out, um, and you just worry about salmonella everywhere, you know. But salmonella isn't the only challenge stop motion animators face. Stop motion is a very tedious process. It's you know it's frame by frame. It can take you you know six hours to get six seconds, um, but those six seconds are so magical. It's worth taking the time to get there. When we did the poach egg animation, at the very end, it's sitting on a piece of toast on a boardwalk on a nice little chase lounge chair. Um, and then we see, like, you know, parsley and salt just sprinkle on. But to achieve that, we had to actually place each of those one by one using little medical tools that allowed us to get really precise. Um, but then it would also let it feel like it just sort of, like, sprinkled on and float on. But that shot took, you know, a couple hours. You know, this isn't a traditional video set where you have the brand on set saying this is how it should be done but i don't recall there being a lot of back and forth it's not like we're going to shoot another take or that we have alts um you know i think we, we knew what they wanted they knew what we were doing and there was good conversation the condi creative team had a plan but it was up to their account team to keep reynolds on board pam quant executive account director we had the editorial team on calls with the client and the agency directly to ensure that, again, there was a trust with every person that was touching the program. But there was definitely a lot of phone calls, a lot of email communication. We had a standing weekly call and using a timeline so that everybody was very clear about the expectations on both sides of the party because, you know, with anything that you do, you Deadlines are tight, and we needed to ensure that they knew when to expect materials from us, and we knew when to expect responses from them. In order to make sure that Reynolds knew what they were getting, we made those storyboards as detailed as possible. So I think that's something that Andrew does anyway, and it's something that we do anyway when we're shooting. But with something like this, where a reshoot could mean an extra day and a half and not just an hour downstairs to pick up a beauty shot, um, we were just super purposeful and specific, especially about those those moments where the product was integrated, because at the end of the day, um, that's what uh, you know Reynolds is going to be most sensitive to and care most about. They were definitely involved in how the product was represented. Um, you know, a brand like Reynolds has pretty strict brand guidelines that they'll send you. So it's like a 17-page PDF document um, that says like what angle the foil needs to be shown from that like it can't be uh, wrinkly on the edges or they want it to be wrinkly on the edges. Like, you know, um, it, depending on the brand, um, when we did something with um, Bush's Baked Beans, uh, we had uh, very strict guidelines on um, how each bean needed to look. And we had to like pick through cans of beans and select 
the 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 premier beans you know so th- these are things that actually happen but we also want to show you know the client's product in the best light possible and want to make sure that especially with stop motion animation where there's um reshoots are harder um than with with, with a recipe video um because it involves andrew jive you know slaving over a shot for an additional six hours um that we we get it right the first time so we want to represent that product in the way that um that they want it to be so we take those brand guidelines really seriously um and um they're really involved uh, upfront in pre-production as well i wouldn't have done this approach with another team we give them a lot of license just because of their expertise and so when they say they can they can make it work they they deliver that was eric gillen matt ducker and pam quant from condi nast Video producer Andrew Jive and Lisa Burns from Reynolds Brands sharing how they took one creative idea from concept to completion in this episode of Co-Produced. Co-Produced is a mini-series about the power of collaboration sponsored by Hightail, the creative collaboration platform that helps teams streamline the creative process. Visit Hightail.com for a free trial.